wait a minute. Are we in the building? <laughs> oh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Turn me up, turbo. Turn me up, turbo. We're back in the building. Oh, my God, my hair. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, a new episode of your favorite sports show, as my as my cat would love to say. You feel what I'm saying? Your new favorite sports show, um, your favorite sports show, period. The Grinded Out Sports Show is here. We're back with another one. <laughs> listen, I want to appreciate everybody that continues to listen, subscribe, watch the podcast. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We thank y'all. Um, <clears throat> I know we've been gone for a while, uh, but we talked about a little bit on uh, the Opinionated Brothers. If you guys want to go check that out. Uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, just... How I needed that break and why that break was so important. And let me just tell y'all today, today has been amazing. That the, oh, just thank you, Lord. Let me just say that. Can, can we give God a hand clap of praise real quick? Can we just give God a hand clap of. Mm. Hey, we, we just got to give them some oh god will just show up and show out it, it, oh i'm sorry y'all it's just been a it's been a good day it's been a great day all right so i just want to just leave y'all with some good energy some positive energy and uh hope y'all are doing well and uh hope your week has been good happy friday to everybody um what do we got on the docket for today? We don't have much. We don't have much on the docket for today, but we do have some things to discuss that I want to talk about for today. But before we get into all, all of that, be sure to follow us wherever you do um, on, excuse me, Jesus Christ, <laughs> on all podcast platforms, streaming platforms. And you can watch this on YouTube and be sure to follow us on all social media platforms uh, at Grind It Out Sports. All right. Just make sure that you spell Grind It Out Sports. You feel what I'm saying? So we'll be there on all social media platforms. All right. So let's get into what we got to get into. First of all, today, what I want to discuss a um, few topics on the board. Um you know, we got the NFL, of course. Uh, Brandon Marshall um, was saying some things about Shannon Sharp that I want to talk about. And uh, the NBA is back. So uh, let's get right into it. Um, I want to talk real quick about Brandon uh, Brandon Marshall and Shannon Sharp. Uh, so Brandon, Mar- uh, Brandon Marshall, um, if you don't know, is a former football player. Um, more noticeably for me, I've known him more as a podcaster and a media guy um, from I Am Athlete, you know, with Ocho Cinco and Ryan Clark, you know what I'm saying, and all those guys. And then they they broke up and, um, um, you know, he continued to do, you know, his podcast and Ryan Clark and those boys, you know, have the pivot, which is an amazing show as well. Um, so, you know, Brandon Marshall went on a podcast and uh, kind of decided to talk on Shannon Sharp and how he thinks he is whack um, and what he's doing in the media right now. Um, so actually, let's give that a listen. That was that was that was actually what he said. So let's give it a listen real quick and uh, we'll we'll get into it. Like he was trained to, to be a. 
And Naheen, if he was former alumni, he wouldn't be talking about athletes the way he's talking about athletes. He, okay. He talking like he, like he was trained to to be a ABC, NBC analyst. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's a responsibility that you have. Like, first off, I would say this amazing career, and he, to me, I think he's uh, probably, um. He's probably top three when it comes to personalities right now on television. Yep. He he found a, he hit a stride. Definitely. When he started pulling out the black and miles and the Hennessy. The memes and stuff. On FS1, he found it, right? And he became America's uncle. So shout out to him there. But what I don't vibe with is when you tear down your fellow, you know, athlete. There's a way to critique them. You know, it's like, and you clout chasing, you talking about Russell Wilson a year later on some other things. Like, like, come on, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, your, you, your platform's too big for you to go chase that. Yeah. And I just don't vibe with that. I like, I was. Okay. So that was Brandon Marshall um, on a podcast uh, talking about Shannon Sharp. And uh, basically saying that he's been cloud chasing. Um, he doesn't really like the way that, you know, he and I guess his platform is, um, I guess, how his brand is, um, how he, I guess, talks about players. Um, and let me just say as a as a. You could you could say religious fan, but I don't even want to go there. But as a true fan of Shannon Sharp, as um, as he's transitioned into a sports commentator and as he said, one of the top talents um, in sports media right now. Um, his takes on players have for me been very maybe erratic at times, but entertaining and also real. I think when when I, I and, and I've never played, so I, I can't speak as a player, but as somebody who who understands constructive criticism and as somebody who understands common sense and somebody who understands what it means to be critique critiqued and critique someone else. Um, yeah, you can get in your feelings sometimes, but it's it's not as it's not as it's coming from slow mo Joe who played. 10 years in the league and didn't do shit. This is a man who is considered one of the best tight ends in, in, in the league. This is a man who was a three time Super Bowl champion, um, has over 10,000 yards on his resume and has a gold jacket and the hall of fame. Brandon Marshall, as much as you may call it cloud chasing, um, it's gotten to him to where he is. And no matter how you want to slice it, dice it, cut it away, it, um, you're actually doing or in route or on the path of doing the same thing that me and him are doing. Um, so it's funny how you say that now, uh, because I've never heard you really speak about that or speak about him in this tone. Um, when asked, um, <clears throat> it's always maybe been positive vibes when I've heard you speak about Shannon Sharp. It's never been in this way. And so, 
you know, my mind gets to racing and my mind gets to wondering. I get questions come up in my head like, why are you, you know, why are you saying this? Is it because, you know, Nightcap with Ocho and Unk are having so much success? Is it because the pivot is having so much success? Is it, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you're trying to find your lane, which you just have to. You just have to keep doing, right? You have to keep doing. You have to go. He he was on um, Funky Fridays with Cam Newton. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? He 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 broke it down. And <clears throat> here's the thing: I think Brandon Marshall is very captivating. I think he's a great uh, talent in media, in sports media, for real. I think he'll uh, find his his path. Real talk. But I think it's 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 a little whack to me um, that you know. You 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 call it cloud chasing when to me, I don't think he said or even remotely said anything disrespectful because um, when you saying real shit, you just saying real shit. And even if you pulling out the black and miles and all of that shit like, yo, what? He all got Snoop Dogg coming on that bitch smoking and shit like that. Like, bro, stop, stop. Like, it's like we 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 pick and choose what we want to talk about and what we want to deem a sin or some shit like that. Like, yo, chill out with all that. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, God bless you, Brandon Marshall, and shout out to Shannon, Uncle Shannon Sharp. You feel what I'm saying? Um, let's get into um, a little bit of NFL talk real quick. So listen, man. Listen, man. Listen, man. I want to give the Detroit Lions some love real quick bro usually you know we give our nfl picks of the week and everything like that i i I gotta give detroit some love this this episode bro this this gotta be an all detroit episode no 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 shit and shade on the nfl or on other teams but this is a strictly detroit lions celebration episode right now bro maybe maybe it's too early but god damn it i gotta give some flowers where flowers need to be due so listen If you listen to this podcast or if you watch this podcast at all, you know, last year was really my kind of introduction into the end of window. That is the NFL. Right. Not to say that I haven't watched games before, but as somebody who was now going to be talking about it in a sense, I have to now study the game, which I which I love to do in, in my own way. Right. And so. The one thing I know about my Lions is that the Lions have always disappointed the fans of Detroit, right? Whether you are a Lions fan or not, um, kind of the Lions imprint is already on you because they are Detroit's team, right? Love them or hate them, they are Detroit's team. You know what I'm saying? They're 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 hardworking. You feel what I'm saying? They're rugged. They're gritty. You feel what I'm saying? We love y'all. We we love hard. You know what I'm saying? But we play hard as well, and and we 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 trying to get up out of this slump that is probably a 60 70 year window of not winning, right? Um. I've always said, you know, you can't hit bottom. You can't hit lower, you know, in 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 the NFL and at the at the bottom of the totem pole than going zero and sixteen. You know, we talk about teams now like, oh my God, they're so bad and oh they don't look too good and blah blah blah. I'm like, see, here's the thing, bro. There will never be a team probably in NFL history again to do this. You understand what I'm saying? Um that year particularly, I don't remember that year specifically of how we got to zero and 16. But when I knew we got to zero and 16, I said, the fact that we didn't win one game, one, one game, 
you can't hit a, a, a low more lower than zero. That's on your record. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's on your record, right? You can't hit no lower than that. And so as a as a as a as a slight fan of the Detroit Lions more more as a you know kind of I want to keep my distance fan for a while um because you get so disappointed in them so much um it was like after that season and coming up on disappointment after disappointment after disappointment it was just like all right I'm I'm tired you know I'm tired of believing but last year I was like you know I'm going to I'm going to give more belief into the Lions. I'm going to slightly believe more. And, you know, last year we talked about how during this period, during the half season period, we went one and six. Okay. We finished our bye week out one and six. And I told y'all there were five games, at least four games on the schedule that we could have won that we let slip. The Eagles in week one last year, 48 to 45. Hmm? The Vikings, I believe that was like week four, week five, 24 to 28. Right? It was the Seahawks again, because they've been having our number for the last two damn years. The Seahawks. We gave it up. We gave it up and lost by like three points. So these were games early in the year that I was like, hold on. We have this amazing offense. We can get it going. And that's what people were saying so much last year is that Detroit has the potential and has great offense. But it was always our defense. Our defense has always, always, always been lacking. But something happened. Something happened after our bye week last year something happened and i think dan campbell was talking to them guys and said hey man we can't we not this we not this we are not this we are not going to be this and i've said it on i've said it on the show i have said detroit looks good enough to make a playoff run i said that since last year But the thing I said was Detroit has to get out their own way. The players have to get out of their own way. The mentality of losing can be a hard one to break. Let's let's keep that a beam. The mentality of losing can be a hard one to break. You don't want to be a loser, but shit, it's just consistently doing it makes it a little bit more comfortable yes winning gets scary for fans like us even fans who are more lovers of detroit of the of the detroit lions than me like diehard fans they are scared right now why they are scared. Why? Because our Detroit Lions are six and two in our fucking bye week. Six and two. Oh my God. And if we would have got it done against the motherfucking Seahawks, which we didn't, we could have been seven and one, but this ain't horseshoe. We got it done. Six and two. Now, the job ain't done yet. We still got about 10, 11 more weeks to go. 
right? The job ain't done. We still have a lot more competition that's going to get better. Defenses are going to get better. Schemes are coming up. Things are going to happen. Dan Campbell's going to, I mean, all of the, from the, from Dan Campbell all the way to Amon Ra, from Jared Goff all the way to Brian, uh, Brian Holmes. Like, it's going to have to be it. Now, what I will say, what I will say, um, and I said, uh, shout out to Woodward Sports, is that I am kind of intrigued that we did not make anything go for the trade deadline. Right, we didn't make a move, maybe more on the uh, on the defensive side. But at the same time, I still believe that we have players injured on the defensive side of the ball that are coming back. So maybe that's a Dan Campbell thing, maybe that's a GM thing. I don't know, but I do believe in my Lions enough to know that we can we can go to the playoffs, we can win the NFC North for the first time since the fucking nineties. Since the 90s, y'all, since Barry, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I got to watch that Barry Sanders documentary, too. Um, But, oh, my God. And why do you think we're so scared? Because this is the first time in a long time where a lot of us believe we're not just not. And see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's just not Detroiters that believe. It's just not us. Right. It's just not people who from Michigan that believe. No, it's people outside of Michigan that are slowly sitting here, sitting, sitting here saying, wait, is Detroit actually good this year? Is Detroit to be feared? See, it was funny how Stephen A had us on his Stephen A's top five list. And then wanted to crack our heads in the next week, right? Because, we, you know, we got blown out to, to the Ravens. And everybody was like, oh, Detroit, that's Detroit. I'm like, wait a minute. It's fucking Lamar Jackson. That's Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Their defense has always been damned from the time I've been looking at them. They've always been good. The defense just particularly has been good. Now you got a, 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 a talented offense, too. Oh, yeah. And we're going into the Ravens. Oh, yeah. 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 I wasn't expecting us to win. I didn't expect us to get our ass whooped like that. <laughs> but I wasn't expecting us to win. That's Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. You know, it's just it's just some you just know like ah, uh, eh, like not that one. Now if you stole it, now that would have been different. But like if it was like a like tet, you know tit for tat type thing. But I was like nah, it's, it's not gonna be that. But even where we are right now. We're in the precipice of growing this organization. This organization continues to grow. Jared Goff is a top 10, top 5 quarterback. I don't care what nobody says. Okay, y'all got Amirase Brown, who is probably one of the best slot receivers in the league right now. One of the best receivers in the league right now, right? Oh, don't want to say that because that'll cause controversy, but it's true. See, when we have these conversations, I, I watch Colin Cowherd, and Colin has Detroit as number six, number five on his list. You know what I'm saying? We're in the top ten. We're not to be diminished, even with the Seahawks' loss on our record. We're above them, which sometimes I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. But I want to see how we play deep into the play. I want to see how we are in the next, like, four games, right, four to six games, because that will tell me, 
how we are. If we can win at least half of those, right? If we can leave, at least if you give us a game if we, in the next game, we can win at least half of those, right? And we and 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 I know we can play any style of ball, right? And so Detroit is having a resurgence right now, um, and and it not and not just its its football team, but also the basketball. I'm seeing it. I'm loving it. The young players over there with Detroit, y'all looking. It's looking sweet. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but the Detroit Lions look good, man. Um, all I'm saying is, we get four more wins. We got ten wins on our season. <laughs> yo, think about that, yo. Four more wins. We get ten. We get ten on the season. You understand what I'm saying? And I know y'all want more than four, right? Like I think you all are that good. We are that good to win our division, get that banner, and maybe we are focused on more. Mm. Here's the thing, <clears throat> because I think a lot of people are mad at the Lions for being more focused on the NFC division and North division than the actual, like, you know, major teams, San Francisco, Dallas, Eagles, you know, Baltimore, all of those teams, you know what I'm saying, Kansas City, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't it's a lot of the 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 reporters and diehard fans who are like, yo, y'all are not worried about these teams. Like, yes, we can win the North, but like we have to get ready for them. And I think I to I do agree with them. I do agree. We do have to get ready for them and we do have to. I I, 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 I here's why I push back a little bit in saying we haven't won the North in 20 plus years. That's what we got to do at first. If we can get the North and a playoff victory, yo, that's lit. If we can get the North and a playoff victory, that's lit, especially on our home turf. You understand what I'm saying? And so going forward, we just, I think on the defensive side of the ball, we got to be more aggressive going after the quarterback. Especially, yo, our uh, secondaries, our pass, that, man, the fact that it was two times that Devontae Adams was open, that's why I was like, we could have easily been five and three low-key. We could have easily been five and three. This is crazy. But Jimmy Garoppolo ain't that dude. But we'll see. Um, so shout out to Detroit and all that it is doing. I really, really I'm I'm looking forward to Detroit um going hopefully going going further into the playoffs for real for real. So shout out to Detroit, man. All right, let's get into it. Uh the NBA is back. I'm super excited. My favorite sport is back. So the NBA, um, well, one of my favorite businesses that play the sport is back. Um so the NBA is back, of course. Um you know, we're what, five, six, almost ten games in, damn near halfway through the uh ten games and everything like that. And um it's been great. Uh you got NBA TNT, uh, you know, the guys are back on that. You know what I'm saying? People are, you know, talking back on space. It's just a good time. Um I'm loving let me let me just say this. You know, you got Dame Dollar, you got Milwaukee, they're looking good. Um you got Boston, who is killing it right now. They're looking, they're looking terrifying, um, of how just big and like 
like just how in size and in depth and, and just how big they are from Jason Tatum to Jalen Brown to Porzingis. Porzingis putting up 30. He becoming a unicorn part 2.0 right in front of our eyes and shit like that. That shit is crazy. Um, so shout out to Boston. Uh, Miami. Miami does not look good at all. Um, this is what happens when you don't go after the trades, man. Why don't y'all go after trades? What is up with y'all on that? Go after the people that you need to go after. This is why you got Emo Jimmy. And now they like they they don't have a winning record right now, which I, I'm I'm going to believe they'll be, you know, number in in the in the below tier of the Eastern Conference, but they will be in the playoffs no less. Um who else? Uh, Shit, Golden State still looks good, um, you know, with the the trade of the trade off of Jordan Poole. You know, what I'm saying they still they look good. I think their chemistry is back. Um, everybody's kind of worried about their age um, and how they're going to continue to be cohesive and 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 their energy and how they move. And I'm sitting there like it don't matter as long as you got motherfucking Steph Stephen Curry over there. You know, what I'm saying Chef Curry over there. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Clay is looking like Clay Thompson again. So, um, you know, it, it, Golden State is going to have a chance regardless. Um, let me see. Sacramento is always on my list as a sleeper team. So watch out for them. Here is my sleeper team, though, for the entire year. I'm sorry. Um, actually, two sleeper teams. Uh, I'll, I'll put one for the West and one for the East. Um, Detroit will be my East sleeper team. I think that young squad is going to do some some great things. Kay Cunningham is literally a monster. Um, I think he's going to have an all-star like season, maybe uh, become an all-star period. Uh, I think I think Detroit actually makes uh, a playoff run this year um, as a young as a young team, even if they get like a like a vet. You feel what I'm saying on that squad? Um I think they're going to make a run this year. I think they're I think they're good enough to do it for real. As as young as they are, I think they're good enough to do it as well. Uh, we've seen how Memphis did it with John Morant, um, and I think Detroit can do it. So they'll be they'll be my sleeper team. They'll probably be at the again the bottom tier of the league, but I think they can do it as well. Um, I believe in Jalen Duran. I believe in um, <clears throat> um. K Cunningham, I believe in that team. You feel what I'm saying? So shout out to them. Um, but my sleeper team for the West, and I just think my sleeper team, period, is like my overall sleeper team because uh, Detroit is number two. Number one is going to be the Spurs. Victor Win Ben Yama. Jesus Christ. I think this is what people wanted Chet Holmgren of OKC to be right now. Um, but this is this is crazy, man. I think the Spurs got one. And I don't even just think I know they got one. I know Pop is like, this is lit. This is it. He's going to Pop is Pop as long as Pop can coach, Pop is going to sit here. Greg Popovich is going to sit here and mold that this six, I mean seven, seven, nine, eight foot, just I mean, 38 points, and it felt like he could just get it. With ease, bro. He's shooting threes. He getting layups. He getting alleys. He dunking. I mean, and it is not taking him a lot of steps. I'm watching this man. It's not taking him a lot of steps to get to the fucking bucket. 
I'm like, yo, I'm watching. And the funny part is you watch these men guard him and they they be rolling their neck. They be like, fuck. <laughs> they be so mad, bro. They be like, bro, what the fuck, bro? What the? Because what do you do against that? What do you do against a seven? What? He's seven three with a seven. Shit. With a seven. 7, 10, 7, 11 wingspan? The nigga is 8 foot damn there, okay? What do you do against 8 feet? What do you do against that? You don't do shit against that, man. You can't do nothing against 8 feet. You can... <laughs> boy, you can jump as high as you can. You gonna need a trampoline, bro. The only one that could probably block him is uh, fucking Jokic. Jokic and Porzingis, maybe. <sighs> but he's been having a great year. They're three and two. They're a young team as well. They, again, I'm telling you, these young teams are looking good. They're looking good, man. The Lakers, oh my God. Now, let me say this about the Lakers, bro. And I agree with everyone that's on the Anthony Davis train. Anthony Davis. You are literally a top seven player, top five to me. When you when you on your when you on your A minus game, bro, bro. When you putting up 25, 12, and 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 three blocks, bro, bro. You are a contender consistently. And over the years, it's re- it's been very inconsistent. And I love the consistency that you're showing. We need more of that. But that damn man, LeBron effing James. LeBron effing James. As people say, and I agree with everybody, as more, you know, a lot, a lot of, these de- a lot of these debate shows and a lot of these sports shows now run off the kind of Michael Jordan versus LeBron debate in the GOAT conversation. And it's not even about that sometimes because, again, I, I, I do believe that sometimes purists, sports commentators, you know, writers, journalists, sports journalists and all, they lose sight of the fact of watching greatness. And when you watch greatness in real time, you watch a man who's damn near 40. 40 years of age. Damn near. He's not yet, but damn near. In his 21st season. Tw- can y'all hear? 21st season of the NBA. And this man is putting 30 plus 35 points on y'all head. 35. Y'all remember when Vince Carter played 20 seasons? He was only putting six, three. LeBron James is putting up 35 points. Now, 20 seasons in the NBA is amazing for any longevity is amazing. This is a different type of longevity. 
This is a different type of longevity. He's found, and 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 as he said, he's found another passion to play for, which is his son, Bronny. He said, "Oh, I'm gonna get y'all up in here, not just Bronny, but his second son, Bryce. I'm gonna get y'all up in here, and we gonna play together. That's gonna be lit. I don't care if I play against you or or with you, but we gonna play together. That's gonna be lit as hell. And you gonna tell LeBron James no? You can't tell LeBron James no when he's putting up 35 like that." On minutes restriction as well, I might add. They trying to limit my man's to 29 minutes. In 29 minutes, LeBron can get 21. He got 21. He's still driving to the lane like it's like it's LeBron of old. It's it's crazy. I'm befuffled. It, 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 it just mind fucks you sometimes. It's like, LeBron, how are you doing this? How do you, how, what are you doing? How are you keeping this together? What, what is it? Now, of course, I don't like that, you know, a lot of their wins are coming down to like the last stretch. But I mean, even still, he's showing y'all he's still, even if he not the goat to some of y'all, he's still the motherfucking goat. And in year 21, let me say this, in year 21, it's just, you just got to accept the greatness. Accept the greatness. Fuck the goat conversation this year. Accept the hashtag accept the greatness when it comes to lebron james hashtag just accept the greatness we can have the debate all day every day we've been having it for years in this year i challenge i challenge us i challenge everybody i challenge myself i challenge y'all especially who continue to debate this shit i challenge y'all to appreciate the greatness just just watch him in his 21st season, he went up against Hall of Fame players in Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, playing against these guys. And then arguably the best player on the goddamn floor at 40. If that's not the super serum from fucking... Uh, 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 the Looney Tunes movie. If that's not the super serum from Space Jam, the first one with Michael, I don't know what it is. LeBron James is from another dimension, but in his 20th, 21st season, he's playing for another purpose, and that purpose is his drive, and that drive is going to literally drive him down the path. To even more greatness, to leading to even more records being broke, to him just exceeding the legacy that he is already leaving. And as Stephen A has said, and I 100% agree, we are going to miss LeBron when he is gone. Woo! As much shit as people talk about him on a daily basis, which is ridiculous, we are going to miss him when he is out of here. This is why I say in this year, I challenge people to appreciate the greatness. 
All right. Listen, I love y'all. Y'all be good. Stay easy. Be breezy. Um, we'll be back next um, next week for another one. Whatever topics y'all want me to talk about, let me know in the comments below. And be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. Um, you can listen to us there and watch us here on our YouTube channel. And be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Grind It Out Sports. Again, that is Grind It Out Sports, G-R-I-N-D-I-N-T-O-U-T, sports. All right. I love y'all. Be safe. Be easy. Be breezy. Have an amazing weekend. Uh, happy belated Halloween. I hope everybody's been great with their costumes. I've been seeing them. They've been looking good. So we are now in November. Happy November to everybody out there again. Um, my favorite holiday is coming up Thanksgiving in a sense. So I'm ready to pig out. You feel what I'm saying? I love y'all. Y'all be good. Stay easy. Be breezy. We'll be back next week. And this has been another one. Peace, love and hair grease. Y'all be good.